Hey, hey, I'm Des. Hey, y'all, I'm Sa. And we're the co-hosts of Let's Talk Sis Podcast, where we truly believe that together, empowered women can transform their lives. Join us for heartfelt stories, enlightening conversations, and a whole lot of accountability along the way. Hey, hey y'all. y'all. It's season two. Yes, I'm so excited to be back. I am too. It feels good to have made it to a season two, first of all. Yeah. Um, It's a new year. Happy New Year's, everyone. Yes. And it just seemed like perfect timing to be starting a new a new season, season. Yeah. at the height of at the, the new year. Of the year. So yep. now we have like one full year to really track our progress. Yes. Oh I'm super goodness. excited. Wow. Um, how have you been? Do it feel like a new year for you? It doesn't feel like a new year. It feels mm-hmm. like um it feels like I've been granted additional time though. But it doesn't feel like a new year, like a hard reset. Can you elaborate on that a little? Sure. So, for I feel like leading up to the year, I've been very active in the community, just asking everyone, like, what are your emotions Mm -hmm. surrounding the new year? Like, do you get anxiety? Are you anxious? Are you excited? This and the third. Mm -hmm. And for me, I would say that my word is just gratitude. Mm -hmm. So, when I talk about, like, an extension of time, I'm just grateful to have been given to be able to have made it through the last year yeah. and then to also have the opportunity to see what the next year has in store. Yeah. You said, so right now your word is gratitude. If you could put one word on last year, on 2023, mm-hmm. sum it all up into one word, what would that word be? Hmm. Let me see. Um... I would say that that word would be transitional. Mm. I had to think about it. Yeah, that's good. And when I reflect on all that transpired within the last year, I feel like I was met with so many different versions of me Mm -hmm. in such a short time time span. Because I feel like a year essentially is not a long time when we compare it to a lifetime. A lifetime, exactly. So if I had to sum it up, I feel like I was just constantly met with like either a new chapter, Mm -hmm. a new environment, um, or just a like the necessary means of adapting to something yeah. or I don't know what, but in totality, mm-hmm. it was transitional. Yes. It was fun. It was necessary. Yes. How about you? What would your word be? Well, since you actually said my word, I'm going to think of a new one. Mm-hmm. My word will be. I just keep thinking growth for me personally. Um, This past year felt like it was, it felt like two different years, three different years for me, the way things has changed. But when I reflect to where I started in the year, Mm -hmm. internally, mentally, I grew. Yeah. I grew throughout the year. Every obstacle, every change I experienced, every single thing that occurred throughout this entire year the only thing that I can say is growth continued growth is growth in different areas of my life but overall definitely growth Mm. it was a a much a much needed year I think I say that a lot but it was one of those years like I didn't know I needed it but I needed it real bad Mm. 
definitely groove. I love that for you. Um, do you feel like last year was a stepping stone into the new year? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I just actually was thinking about this and journaling about this. Uh, I think yesterday I did a bunch of reflecting and I realized I personally feel like every single thing that I endure is a stepping stone. It's either another, um, it's another barrier I need to, you know, break or it's just a step, like everything, every hardship, every obstacle, every single thing is a step to put me more in position to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, I noticed that I feel like a little bit closer to the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So I believe I personally tried as much as I could to take advantage. Which I, mean? I didn't spend, cause this year was a hard year for me, a really hard year for me. It was mm-hmm. challenging. And I didn't spend much of my time dwelling on what was presently happening to mm-hmm. me. I looked at every single thing I've experienced as where is this going to pivot me to? Mm-hmm. What is this currently teaching me? Like, you know, I mean, I I went through it. I experienced it. I felt it. I'm not saying I avoided the moments, but every moment was like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling this. I'm growing through this. Where is this about to take me to next mm-hmm. once I get through this? Because that's what it is when you go through stuff. You get through it. Yeah. And you got to take heed to what it is because if you don't you're going to continue to go through it until you do learn yeah i definitely agree with that um so i feel like it's the top of the new year yes and it's a whole lot of new new year's new me's going around Mm -hmm. and that all that other good stuff so i just wanted to touch bases a little bit on like how to stay motiv- motivated essentially mm-hmm. and how to like keep that new year new me momentum up but throughout the the year so first i want to say can we drop the word motivated what's wrong with motivation motivation is temporary it is motivation i don't think it should is, be dropped though <laughs> motivation is very temporary mm-hmm. you, you need to be more so uh maybe we could say like dedicated or something like dedicate yourself to your goals or to your mission or to your why mm-hmm. opposed to just because I feel but, like that's the problem because okay it's the how to stay motivated but reality is you're not going to be motivated every single day that's absolutely true but I feel like in order for you to dedicate which is essentially a form of commitment mm-hmm. yourself to something there has to be this feel good emotion that's associated with it like the one that gets your adrenaline rushing so although motivation is temporary, that's like the, in hindsight, that's like the beginner emotion, the start of, or the birth of something like, okay, to get the ball rolling. It's just about like, how do we maintain that? How do we commit to I it? Think, how do we, I think the question should be how to maintain that commitment when you're no longer motivated. Mm. Because like you said, the birth of it is being motivated. The birth of anything is like, you know, when you get a new idea or whatever the case may be, you're motivated. But when the motivation wears off, where does that lead you? I don't think it's possible to stay motivated forever. It's not reality. Mm. I think the question should be, how do you pivot when you're no longer motivated? The answer to that question would just be to focus on your end goal. Mm. Try to focus on your end goal. And while... What works for you? I don't want to hear That's what I'm given. Okay. That, yeah, that's what it is. It's focusing on my end goal and... Remembering when you make goals, 
you got to make, you know, the steps to get there, the proper steps to get there. You can't just say, oh, I want to be a millionaire, but you don't know how you're going to make a millionaire. Right. So, so when we make our plan and you, you know, you calculate all your steps to get there, you just got to focus on those. You just got to make weekly goals, monthly goals, daily goals, and just truly hold yourself accountable. That's the only way I can say to stay on track, really, because like I said, the reality is you're going to have moments when you're not feeling it, when you're not interested or you know you're not motivated and just because you're not motivated at this moment this day and this time doesn't mean that the goal is no longer there yeah and being completely transparent I would like to say that I am like a dreamer Mm -hmm. and um personally I haven't always used the method of breaking my goals down to the week or the day or the month Mm -hmm. you know that into Put it into perspective so that my plan could be really precise to get me where Mm -hmm. I aspired to be. Mm -hmm. I think um, I kind of realized this maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. And then as we were designing the organizer, I was really hell bent on this being something like that provides accountability. Like, yeah, monthly. Yeah. Yeah, weekly, yeah, daily, but also within the middle of those sections, every quarter we have an evaluation just to keep account. Um, And I think that 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 is something that has personally helped me be able to pivot and actually obtain those goals that people probably look at you like you're crazy for saying when you say, oh, I'm going to accomplish this year, Mm -hmm. this year. I'm going to accomplish this this year yeah. or, you know, whatever the case is. Yeah, so that's something that's personally helped me. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I just want to also add, that's one of my favorite parts of the personal organizer is those quarterly updates. Because I feel like reevaluating where mm-hmm. you are and what you're doing yeah. before the end is always a necessity. Because yeah. you don't want to wait until the end of the year and now we're trying to look back at all the things we didn't get done mm-hmm. and now the year is over. Yeah. Not even just keeping account of what you accomplished and what you didn't accomplish. Mm-hmm. But I think that those quarterly assessments are so important because it helps you um, evaluate along the way. So yeah. one thing is people, I feel like, and entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking about this yesterday and I was journaling about it. We be having this emotional attachment to an end result, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that a good business person can, is someone who, I don't want to say emotionally involved, but can emotionally control themselves to the point where when they identify that something isn't working for them, Mm -hmm. they can immediately detach because it'll Mm -hmm. either cause a loss in business or a loss in, you know, friendship or things like that. And I think being able to, you know, read the room Mm -hmm. and analyze and make that yeah that impromptu decision because your business livelihood depends on it yeah is what really makes someone like a pivotal uh owner or whatever the case may be so i think that having those reflections for me and i'm looking forward to it to kind of evaluate like okay I'm, I'm three three months in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not really seeing the results I want to see. So what can I implement? What can I change? What yeah. needs to be removed? What needs to be um, brought in? What you know things that's, like that. That's where I was about to go with this because even if you're starting something new, and we can use like their sisters platform, mm-hmm. the page or whatever as an example. Yeah, it's like we have an idea and we have a goal, and we can get two three months into it and realize that the steps we were taking weren't working mm-hmm. and now that's the moment where you could say okay we're going to reevaluate this mm-hmm. and now we need to make 
changes or we need to take different steps Mm -hmm. because we could have been taking the steps that we thought were necessary. And then we take those same steps throughout the entire year and leads us to a dead end when it's like, we could have reevaluated and switched everything up six months ago. Yeah. And that's also something else that I want to highlight. And I'm glad you mentioned that because publicly I made the story today, just telling them like, telling our audience and obviously our viewers and our listeners of the podcast as well. But we really are striving to have a more personable connection with our audience. So that's why when we tell you guys to, you know, leave us a rate and give us feedback, engage in the conversation and really participate. We genuinely mean it because for us it's deeper than just the surface analytical aspect of it is really about building those sincere and genuine connections that I hope one day, even if somebody is in a whole nother state outside of Texas or outside of PA, it's like when we have an event or hopefully and eventually have a, like a live podcast, we'll end up connecting with these people. And it was like, yo, I listen to you from episode one, season one, you know? So yeah, the mission is to truly build a genuine sisterhood. Yeah. Like a genuine close-knit community no matter how many people is in it Mm -hmm. still for it to be very close-knit and you know yeah yeah Yeah, sincere um so i'm glad that you mentioned it because today that was definitely on my heart to share with our audience like Mm -hmm. all the support that we have received has not gone unnoticed and if you scroll through our instagram page you can literally see it's been trial and error Mm -hmm. um i think transitioning from us just having an inspirational platform yeah into a platform who now offers merchandise and then now we have a community yeah. it changed That's the right. whole trajectory of what it what it is we thought we were going getting ourselves into in the beginning like yeah. the vision expanded like tenfold so Definitely. as the vision continues to increase and as we continue to expand mm-hmm. we just have to kind of figure out like all right, this doesn't work anymore. Or, yeah. all right, how can we meet these people, you yeah. know, where Be- they are? Yeah, because like I said, the the mission remains the same and the end goal remains the same. We just got to, you know, redirect those steps it'll take to get there and to, to even build those connections from the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely agree with that. So, I feel like that's kind of where we are in our process collectively when we talk about their sister community. But, yeah. but where you are, where are you today in your process? Person, uh, as far as their sister, personally, personally? yeah, person, yeah, personally, um, I feel like I've been doing so much reflecting lately, mm-hmm. and lately is like within the last few weeks for me, and just basically redirecting myself. Um, like I said, how this past year was like a little challenging, but how I learned so much. I'm trying to take every single thing I've experienced, felt, and learned into, I wouldn't necessarily say like a rebrand, but it's into positioning myself properly. What do you mean? So just making the right steps. Like I said, I I was going in a direction or doing certain things that I probably thought was best for me at the time Mm -hmm. and encountering different obstacles or roadblocks made me realize like, okay, that's not for me and I should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Or this routine doesn't work for me, so I need to be doing it this way. So it's more so where it's like this past year for me was a lot of self-care and internal things. So now it's time for me to take everything that I already know, um, add it with what I learned through experience to just, like I said, position myself into where I want to be. 
Um, I'm getting, I personally feel like I'm getting a little older and I make, I make long-term goals short. Like I put my goals far and then I break them down like yearly and all that. And I'm about to be 25. Time is cutting short and I need to tighten up. Mm. And I feel like I've, with me, um, you know, just going over everything that I've learned and experienced, it's just like, okay, I know more so what areas I need to tighten up in mm. opposed to just freely, you know. Saying I need to tighten exactly. up without an a actual plan associated. Yeah, right. Associated with it. I think that's really good. And I'm happy to see how that works out for you. Yeah, I am too. Um, so how how is it for you personally? Like, how how do you feel personally? Mm. Honestly and genuinely, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And the ball dropped last night at midnight. But I still feel the same feelings that I felt on the 31st that yeah. I did on the 1st. So I'm grateful for that. Um, I feel like I had a wake-up call like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for that. And I'm happy that that happened ahead of like the New Year's curve. Because I feel like I'm ahead of the New Year's, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, I'm already on quarter two for referral mentally. Yeah. So, it's just a matter of just showing up mm-hmm. and actually doing the work because it's easy for me. Like, I was just looking at my vision board, the vision board that we created, what, last year? Last year, yeah. And I was just like, damn, like, the goals that I put on here wasn't, it wasn't even that it was not achievable because achievable, mm-hmm. they were definitely uh, goals that were attainable. But it's like, in the space that I was in with the mindset that I had and what I was going through mm-hmm. that year just wasn't really about like business oriented goals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the work that I have done within the last year or a lot of the goals that I've been able to accomplish have been really personal. Yeah. And maybe transparently speaking, it's not really, I'm not really accustomed to achieving things that don't come with accolades. Okay. And I think that for me, um, I'm so used to like posting everything and having mm-hmm. a community of support and um and being an investor and things of that nature where it's like you don't really get too many kudos for the personal work that you do. Not at all. You gotta be there clapping for yourself. So yeah. that itself has taken some adjustment mm-hmm. in a sense. But I think that ultimately it's really been for the better. Always, yeah. For sure. So I'm grateful for that and I have I don't want to say I have a lot of goals, but I have quite a few. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I think works for me now in comparison to before is mm-hmm. that all my goals are different, but they all connect in the center. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Center being me. So I'm not doing anything that I feel like is too far left field. Okay. Everything should be effortless for me to accomplish as long as I show up as me. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. And I feel like I figured out like a life hack in the process of identifying it. That's great. That's so. amazing. That'll that'll stick with you for a lifetime. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um. So moving forward into the new year, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for the people that doesn't really still doesn't know where to start? This year was really trialous for a lot of people. I think we can all agree. Mm -hmm. And although you said you started a few months ago when you had a wake-up call, what about those people that haven't had a wake-up call or trying or really want to pivot forward but don't know where to ground themselves, really? 
Yeah. Do you have any advice advice for that? I think this is a good question. I think we touched briefly on this on another episode, but mm-hmm. I think I think in our young twenties, mm-hmm. right? I mean in our mid twenties, which is young twenties. <laughs> but I feel like in around this age we have a lot of people who have it figured out. Or seem, have it figured out? Yeah, okay. seem to have it figured out. Yeah. And then on the flip side, we have these uh, millennials who are just trying to figure it out. Stuck. Right? Yeah. And I think that society puts so much pressure on us around this age to say, like you just said, I have goals. I'm about to turn 25. You know, my 30s are approaching, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like society put a lot of pressure on us around these years um to really use this time to catapult into our 30s and our 40s right and i feel like it's good and it sounds good Mm -hmm. genuinely but like if you're 23 24 and you don't have it figured out i think that's okay it is okay and i feel like collectively we as a whole and as society we should just probably be a little bit more understanding yeah and a little bit more compassionate when it comes to those people who express that they just don't have it figured out yet and the reason why i say that is because when we look at these people who are successful right and success varies according to person is very subjective but let's talk about the oprah's and the jeff bezos and all of these other people they didn't and they steve jobs like they didn't really make it until they were 30 40 yeah you know? Yeah. So when I think about my 20s, I'm like, damn, you know, that's 15, 15 yeah. years away. What's the pressure about? And I'm not saying that and to say that's an excuse or a reason for me to slack off. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sharing that to say, like, if you don't have it figured out, yeah, it's okay to use your prime time to identify who it is yeah. you are. And I feel like my advice, to go back to your question, because I went a little bit off track, but to ultimately say... The only way you can really figure it out is through God. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like we all are trying to use social media to figure it out. We're trying to use our own means of thinking, in a sense, which is influenced by media. So it all takes it back to social media. But I don't know. My my advice, just take it to God. And I also want to add that like you said, it's, this is an age, it's so much pressure on us, but can we get into reality that we were just teenagers a few years ago? Like we're really new to this adulthood thing. And I feel like another thing that adds pressure is because a lot of our parents and grandparents and the generations ahead, they started life really young. Like they started adulthood and adult life at a young, young age. So I know me personally, um, I have conversations with like my mom and my grandma and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, at 20, they was doing this or 23, they was doing this. Like my mom had me at 23 or 20, 20, I think 21, something like that. And it's like, I couldn't imagine when I was that age. Mm-hmm. So it's like times and life is so different. And I think that we need to focus on the fact that it's not a, it's not a race. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, I got to figure this out right now because there's no more time. Yeah. Like we have, like you said, we have so much time. Like to even think about that, that's 15 years from now. Yeah. That's 10 years from now, 20, what, 20 years from now, whatever. So have compassion for others, but also 
give yourself grace. Like, I think that's really big. You have to give yourself grace because to think that you're not meet, meeting a time frame or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing when whoever makes that rule, you just like that can cause a lot of mental health issues. Yeah, it can cause it depression, is causing, causing a lot of mental health. Issues. Yeah, depression, anxiety, all those type of things just by thinking you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, when the reality is, it's like, what the hell are we supposed to be doing? Who makes that rule? Mm-hmm. So yeah, just give yourself grace in your process. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that that is a valuable um, piece of information and. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the essence of time, I feel like it could be a double-edged sword mm-hmm. because here you are saying, like, we have so much time, like, and I just made the correlation to, like, my 40s being in 15, 20 years or yeah. so, right? But then also, time is not on your side, you know? Yeah. Um, I think for the people that are confused, it really just comes down to understanding what time is mm-hmm. and it might sound a little weird, but not working against time. Like, work against your own time frame or, like, your own goals, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we could also add in what we say quite often, that time isn't even real. Exactly. So, yeah. Definitely work against, what you say? Work your against own your time. own time. Yeah, your own time frame. Yeah. Because um, ultimately, when we think about time figuratively, it's just a comparison amongst other people. Yes. Like, every That's time. That's all it is. So. And, like you said, that causes so many mental health issues because people use social media and look at the influencers today and see okay this is a millionaire at 23 or this is a millionaire at 21 but then we can compare that to the billionaires that didn't get rich until they turned 45 no you know what kills me you know that you ever seen that post that talks about like how much money you should be making at what point age and we see five-year-old rara Seriously. Sitting there playing with his toys, playing pulling, pulling in five billion a month. <laughs> nah, Seriously. but um, this conversation isn't about money. But that just uh made me want to transition into something that we've been talking about a lot personally outside of it, and currency and like value exchange. Yeah, being associated, and I think that a lot of times when we think about like, okay, how can I reach this? A financial goal or how could I accomplish this financially mm-hmm. we don't think about it in the means of how much value can I put out or in which way can I serve or yeah. how can I deliver this content to the people that need it mm-hmm. um, in a valuable way so that it essentially is worth something Yeah, you know yeah definitely um, I think that my goal this year one of my goals this year is to lead more with the value mm. when it comes to like my personal content yeah i don't want to just aimlessly post just the post you know yeah. i want everything to be with intent and purposeful and i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah i'm really excited to see what that's it's like. all about showing up yeah because especially like you said you want all your content to lead with value it's not too far-fetched of the type of person you are mm-hmm. so i feel as i think Maybe making the content could be effortless, but actually showing up consistently is always a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see where that takes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but getting back on topic um, and just to wrap up the conversation about, like, staying consistent and disciplined and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
I think the biggest takeaway that I would want our viewers and listeners to take away from this would yeah. to be just to run your own race, which is similar to what you said. Sometimes I feel like we hyper-focus on things that are counterproductive mm-hmm. um, to our end results. And I think that collectively, our listeners, our viewers, us, you and I individually and collectively should focus on just our own process, Yes, our, our own goals. And I'm not saying that to be selfish in a sense but what can you do that'll help you I don't get ahead in a sense I don't think that's selfish at all because that's why they say comparison is a thief of joy I don't think you should focus on anyone else's path but your own I definitely agree with that you can't focus on what the next person is doing in front beside or behind you because it would never benefit you in your own journey absolutely you um know, your destiny is for you and yeah your own. yeah and um, I was having a conversation earlier, mm-hmm. and I think that there is so much beauty in being able to identify, like being self-aware. Yeah. Because there's a certain level of self-awareness that is required for you to grow and for you to be able to accomplish your goals, you know? Yeah. For you to be able to identify, like, okay, I'm on bullshit. Like, you know, I'm Basically. slacking off, or um, maybe I need to show up a little bit more in this area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just accepting that accountability within really takes you afar. Yeah a long way um and i think that if we just focus in hindsight on personal mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. and while that's going hand in hand with like accomplishing our goals yeah i think that we'll all have like a really good year i agree and i also think that i want to throw it out there we all should focus on doing something different for ourselves that makes you a little bit uncomfortable what you mean? Like, give an example. What's one thing you plan on implementing? Being more social. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I wrote that down in my journal. What? Being social? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely being social. More social. To network more. To just, you know, kind of put myself out there a little bit more. Yeah. No, for me, it's not a little bit. For me, it's a lot of it. Like, yeah. social media is one thing, but I'm also in a new state. And I kind of want to get into the habit of meeting, like, local Houstonians. Yeah. And like, you know. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is it's like what's stopping you from doing it already? Like why why do you personally think you haven't done it? Is it fear? It's not really fair. I think that I have this ideology of being in the ghetto, right? Mm-hmm. And then also identifying the spaces in which the people who I aspire to like be connected with, mm-hmm. what spaces are they in? Right. Yeah. Because when you move to Houston, it's turned up. Y'all see it on TikTok. It's turned mm-hmm. up, you know, it's yeah. lit. This and the third. It's like not saying people aren't really there because you never really know who you'll meet at any of these places out here in Houston because literally like a melting pot. But I feel like, I have done a poor job of identifying these different spaces Mm -hmm. of where I choose to dine, where I choose to go get a drink, where I choose to indulge in happy hour or connect with other people and socialize. And it's either, for me, it's either I'm too reserved and I'm in the cut, like I'm at a low-key place, Mm -hmm. or I'm just completely in the wrong um, environment. Like I haven't found like the happy medium yeah, Yeah. that has been able to be like, okay, you can go here around this time and you... You you you'll connect with you know more people. So um, something that I have personally been doing is just looking at social media mm-hmm. and trying to figure out like okay this person lives out here this person has this going on it's an event going on yeah. this 
person seems to be like the type of person that I would want to connect with. Yeah. They have an event coming up. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing what I meant by try something new or get uncomfortable or even for me to be more social because that's how I am. I could sit here and easily say, oh, I'm going to start going out by myself more, doing solo dates and things like that. But I know, I realized this actually yesterday or day before yesterday, whatever. I went to the coffee shop. I decided, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go to the coffee shop by myself. I chose the most secluded coffee shop probably in Houston. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I'm I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go out. I'm like, I might network, I might meet people, whatever. In reality, I knew it wasn't nobody gonna be there. Like, <laughs> so that's what I mean by you have to intentionally do something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable or something that you wouldn't normally do. And make sure it's something that would help you, like or benefit you, mm-hmm. just not random stuff, but Definitely get uncomfortable a little bit so you can expand. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned those solo dates because sometimes within our relationship, um, because we work together and we also have a friendship, it's kind of like I'll be feeling so consumed yeah. with like our relationship in a sense and sometimes too comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's like if me and you go out, we be talking the whole entire time, so we don't even give don't, it a I was chance. Say, we don't give nobody the opportunity yeah, to, to even, in, unless it's like engage. a man that's really interject interjected. Nine times out of ten, he's trying to like talk to one of yeah. us or whatever the case may be. But really, just trying to find a balance of like, mm, is it the fact that I'm with somebody, or is it the fact that I'm not having enough enough solo time? But for me, I think that. I think it really just comes down to environment. Like, where it's am I choosing? Yeah, yeah, where am I deciding to be at and when? Yeah. When, where, Because it's definitely environment, though. Because remember we were out before and we met somebody. We Remember? No. You remember we met that girl? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But she also initiated it. Like, she was yeah. very outgoing. Yeah. So, if the whole world was like her, it would make my life easier. <laughs> Honestly, um, you got to know how to navigate around other people that's like you. Yeah. Um, Des and I have this new uh, idea of us going to the mall and talking to strangers, y'all. <laughs> so I'm telling y'all so y'all can hold us accountable mm-hmm. because <laughs> yes. this is going to really be funny. I'm excited to see. It's it's going to be funny because like knowing me knowing me and then me also knowing you I can already call out the entire day like I know how it's going to be we're going, we're going to be walking around and we're going to be wasting our time because <laughs> I'm going to be like you say something to them and she's going to be like you say something to them and then we're going to laugh and walk and then past them and argue. then they're going to be gone and then we're going to argue and yeah. then we're going to say we wasted our time and we're going to leave yeah but, but I don't think it's going to go like that I was about to say just because I but like, first of all, just because I just put that out there and said that, I think we need to intentionally <laughs> not allow that to happen mm-hmm. because that thought was actually on my mind when I first mentioned the idea. But I don't know. That's another thing. Like, we just need to put intention into getting a little bit. It's like, what are you afraid of? Sometimes. So for me, I have social anxiety. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when I have to engage with people, especially mm-hmm. strangers or in an uncontrolled environment, meaning that I don't know the people who are you know here or i'm not really sure why we all gather here like a mall setting everybody's there for different reasons whatever the case may be but when i'm in these settings 
it's so many thoughts that go through my mind. That's how I am. I'm like, maybe these people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe they talk about me. And then I look over and I see people laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're laughing. <laughs> and I'm then like, another thing, I feel like a fear, the only, well, not the only, but one fear of mine with doing the mall thing is I don't want nobody to think I'm up there trying to pass some lotion or hair oils and they get smart with me. <laughs> don't think I'm walking around this mall trying to, you know, I'm solicit you and now we arguing because you disrespected me. Like, I don't got time for that. Yeah. So it's just be little stuff like that because like you said, you don't, the mall is such a overwhelming place. Yeah, it's like yeah. so, especially the mall here, it's yeah. so much going but on. But you know what just popped into my mind? I feel like people, since so we've been doing pop-up shops since we launched our merchandise show, yeah. just trying to build a lot of local traffic and you know, mm-hmm. do what we gotta do, but one thing people always tell us is that we need to use our face yeah, way more. And I think because we're attractive young women and we are put together, uh, whenever we, you know, outside and yeah. out and about, people are naturally like drawn, drawn to us, for to sure. us, it, whether it be females or males or whatever the case may be. So I think yeah. we have that as an advantage. Yeah. I think about that often too. We don't use it to our advantage. Yeah, we don't. Because to honestly think about it, we, when we're actually out in public or actually in those certain environments, we get approached quite often. Yeah, we do. So it's like we get free everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> we get Seriously. free everything. But um, yeah, and we don't we don't use it to our advantage. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you know everything we have planned with your sister. But I'm also very excited for our personal journeys mm-hmm. to because I feel like we spent most of last year focused on their on sister, their sister yeah. solely. So. I'm really excited for us to create and maintain that balance between still focusing on Dear Sister as well as rebuilding our personal brands, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And we got an event coming up. January. January 20th. 20th. Okay. Oh, we got two events. That's oh, yeah, what it is. The 20th okay, okay. And the 21st. So January 20th, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and we will be sitting on the panel of a live podcast show yes. as special guests. And we are super excited, y'all. Um, on the 21st, y'all, we will be in Philadelphia. We will also be vending our merchandise yes. at a local pop-up shop in Southwest Philadelphia. So if you're in Philly and you have not been wanting to pay the shipping fee or whatever, haven't gotten a chance to go to the website this is your opportunity Mm -hmm. pull up on us we're gonna have the conversational card game and the personal organizer it's gonna be a good time and i'm really yeah i'm really just looking to connect with you i was about to say i'm really excited to connect with so many of you yeah i feel like i mean philly is home essentially for the both of us and i feel like a lot of our community is all over but especially the listeners on the podcast a lot of them are in philly oh really yeah so i'm really excited to connect with you guys on a more personal level i've talked to a lot of you guys through the internet through social media but i'm really ready to put faces to everything and us you know just yeah so if you don't follow us on any of our social media platforms Mm -hmm. head over to our instagram at daresister.talks so that way you can stay updated with the location the time and all that other good stuff we'll be putting out in the next coming week yes so, yeah, I think you guys should definitely stay connected to stay updated on everything. And we can also put, if you're listening to this on, like, Apple Podcasts or something, we could put the link below 
for them to purchase tickets to the event. Mm, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could we could give you all the direct link here so you won't have to go through a tunnel to find out where to buy your tickets at. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. This was This was a good conversation. This was pretty good. Um twenty twenty four. Wow, I can't believe this. Like it's crazy. Cheers to a new beginning. Cheers to a new year. Um, and if you're listening to this, whatever platform you are, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Give yes. us some feedback. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Um, and y'all, head over to Let's Talk Sis Official or YouTube or whatever case may be. Share with us some of the things that you are looking to be held accountable for and some of your personal goals yes. that you would like to accomplish within the new year. Let's all really create a space and cultivate a space where we can hold each other accountable um so if you listen to this if you're watching this and you're not already a part of the sister circle click the link down below hold on if you're listening to this and you're not a part of the sister circle you're missing out can we yeah can we add that in there yeah <laughs> yeah especially you're out. yeah especially because it's the top of the year we currently have a content challenge going on. Yes. We have a budgeting challenge that's about to start. But, yes. y'all. Yeah. And I want to also add that if you do have the 2024 personal organizer, you can find all of these challenges in the back of your book. Oh, yeah, you can. To stay on track. And if you don't have the personal organizer, again. Go get you one. You're missing out. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> to use your promo code DSPOD. Again, DSPOD at www.daresisterlesstalk.com. Yes, yes. Thank you guys for listening and yes. tuning in to another episode and another season. We have a lot of great things planned for you guys this season, and I'm really excited to to roll everything out. Yeah. And watch it, watch it unfold. Become reality. Yeah. yeah. We turning dreams into reality. I love that for I love us. It, yeah. Well, guys, thank you again. Happy New Year. I was about to say Happy New Year. Thank you guys for another season and see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast, Let's Talk Sis with Des and Sa. Stay connected by following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And don't forget, use hashtag Dear Sister Let's Talk to find us. Wait, before you go, head over to our website or our Instagram and join our interactive community for a daily dose of sisterhood where like-minded women fellowship, encourage, and create a safe space amongst one another. See you inside, sis. Toodles. Bye.